What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I wanted to just throw this in in the beginning. Please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. That really helps our numbers. Check out the merch store at brennantcomedy.com slash merch store to get your ex-drinking buddy merch. And if you really want to, subscribe on Patreon, patreon.com slash brennantassif. That really helps me out. Thank you so much. Enjoy the episode. Grab me a beer and grab him a coat. We about to sit for an hour bullshit and tell jokes. And please don't mix it up, cause he done sobered up. Brandon T. Comedy on your social media feeds. And Brandon Tess, here, bitch, your ex drinking buddy. Brandon Tess, here, bitch, your ex drinking buddy. Brandon Tess, here, bitch, your ex drinking buddy. What is up, everybody? Welcome into another edition of Brennan Tassif is your ex drinking buddy. I am your host, Brennan Tassif. If you're new to the program, quick rundown of the show. I used to be everyone's favorite drinking buddy. It was my favorite thing to do. Hang out with friends, get drunk, do drugs, get in all sorts of trouble, and then reminisce about those crazy stories. I am sober now, but that is still one of my favorite things to do, reminisce about the crazy old days. Most weeks I will be joined by guests. This week is no exception! All the way from New York City, Austin Boykin. Hey, what's up? <laughs> what's up, Austin? Oh, living the dream, living the dream. How are you? Good. So I really wanted to have you on the show. We've been talking about this for a couple months now. I'm glad we finally got together. Yeah. Uh, so tell before we get too far into anything, plug everything up front, social media, anything you have coming out. I know you guys are on strike right now, but yeah. anything you want to promote as far as... I don't think I can legally promote anything right now. <laughs> um, I don't think I can legally promote anything so... right now. So... <laughs> But uh, you can uh, you can Google me, Austin Jennings Boykin. There you go. Yeah, and just go from there. Um, Pull that yeah. mic a little closer to oh, you. Word. Meow. There we go. So I wanted to have you on because not only do you do stand-up, but you are an actor. An actor! A very, 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 very serious actor. <laughs> like, I'm so serious. It's uh, it's totally, it's totally a thing. No, I, I do. Uh, most of what I do is like super dramatic, very sad. Like, mm -hmm. I've done a Holocaust thing. Uh, I did a, a, a mini series about Jewish people going through a divorce. That was really oh, fun. Okay. Uh, and then there's a period piece coming up uh, that will premiere on October 29th, and I won't say which one it is. Yes, we but. cannot promote it legally, but October 29th, any period piece is coming out. Yeah, you Austin's should know. Gonna be there. It's so funny. <laughs> so how did you, because you're, are you originally from New York? No, not at all. I'm from okay. North Carolina. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> just like, I literally just thought of that P.D. Pablo song, and I was going to sing it about I'm gay. What yeah, is P.D. Pablo? What, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I literally thought of it, and I was like... Uh, Oh, wait, I don't think he'll get the no, reference. No, I won't get the reference. Um, so, so many questions. How did you get into um, theater and acting and stand-up? Oh I just God. assumed theater. I threw that in there. No, I no, no. I am, I am, I'm, I'm, I'm a theater girl. Um, I, you know, it's funny because, like, I, I remember I went to see Titanic in the second grade. And, okay. Um, so that, that, like, reveals my age. I saw Titanic in 1997. Did you cry? No, I didn't cry. No, I wasn't. I wasn't at that point where like it registered that it was like something that actually oh, yeah, happened. Second grade, yeah, you know, yeah. um, but I remember I saw Kate Winslet get out of the car, and as soon as like she's wearing this big purple hat, and as soon as the hat comes up and you see her face, I was like, that is what I want to do. Oh, um, really? That's yeah, what it was. Absolutely. But I didn't. I didn't because because wait you're from you're from Florida right yeah so like I'm from North Carolina and like I didn't know that people could actually like be actors oh yeah like, that's a yeah yeah that's a I didn't thing. know that you could actually like have that job so like I just had this thing in my mind of like oh my god I love movies they're so great 
and then I swam competitively and I Where was, did you swim competitively? I swam I did club swimming. Like through okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, I was actually on varsity before I went to boarding school. And I hit this point. I know so many resources. So many things to get to. So many resources. Uh, <laughs> but I hit this point where I quit getting taller, and I was like, "I'm not gonna be a swimmer." Yeah, like, this is because they're like happen. six four, six five. They're six, re- six, yeah. yeah, like Michael Phelps. Actually, his uh, his bottom half is I think it's six inches shorter than his torso. So like genetically, I'm there because my torso is longer than my legs, but. I'm just short. Yeah. So like, it's not. How tall work. are you? Like, uh, on a good day, five ten. Okay. Um, on the apps, I'm five eleven. Um, <laughs> in real life. So wait, uh, real quick, because yeah. two inches isn't very much. Why did you not just go for the six feet? Because that's just like that's not believable. You thought it was too egregious. Yeah, that I would show up at someone's house and they would be like, "You need to go." Yeah. <laughs> like you're a liar. It's interesting because when. Uh, I played college football, and so we would get measured all the time, like pro days and stuff like that. And But they would always measure us in our shoes. Yeah. So on – literally on like the stat sheet, I'm 6'1 and a quarter. Yeah. So I'm always like, yeah, I'm basically like 6'2. But if I take my shoes off, people are like, you're not fucking 6'2. <laughs> you're, how tall are you actually? Are I'm you? like 6 foot. Okay. Six one. So you're 5'11". No, you're not five away. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not gonna make these judgments on you. No, so yeah, with shoes on, I'm six two, so I'd say I'm six feet probably. Six one. A six one on all the apps. When right. I was on the apps, I'm not on the apps. You're not well, straight people, you guys don't really you guys don't do you guys you guys do you guys have sex apps? Yeah. You do? No, they oh, so they do. I'm not privy to them. I have no idea. But Carlos the comedian Gasperi, yeah. yeah. A friend of the show, been on the show before, hilarious <laughs> comic. He talks about some of the uh the wilder apps on on stage. He says it on stage, so I think I'm allowed to say here. But yeah, so there there are apps for straight people about that kind of stuff. I never found them. In fact, when I was single for a little while, I was googling sex apps for single or for straight people, and that's such a weird Google history. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it's I think they it's like it's Tinder, right? That's the one that Tinder, it, Tinder, yeah, Tinder, which gay people use to date, but. I know about Sniffies, which I'm not supposed to know about. Oh, yeah, Sniffies. Ethan told me about that, and Drew was very upset that Ethan told me about it. I don't know why Drew would be upset about that. Because he said that's for you guys. It's not for me to know. It's for us, but, like, everyone's going to know about it. Especially now, listening to this podcast. Ah! No, but it's wild, because you could go into the bathroom, and, like, you could say that you're... In a bathroom at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Taking loads. They'd be like, yeah, okay. So it's totally a thing. (laughs) So... You realize you're not going to be a, uh, an Olympic swimmer. Yeah. No, realize I'm not going to be an Olympic swimmer. And Don't worry. I'll keep us on track. It's uh, Yeah. No, thank you. And um, yeah, I realized that I'm not going to be an Olympic swimmer. And I was trying to think of like I needed a hobby mm-hmm. at that point in my life. And they were doing this. How com- old are you at this point? I'm like 16. I so think. you realize like, oh, this is as tall. As yeah, that. this is not. It's not going to go. It's not going to go any further. Um, and I auditioned for this play. And it was it was a Neil Simon play, which like is I'm not, I'm not going to get into that. It's ridiculous. But it's this Neil Simon play. I auditioned. I wound up getting it. And okay. like from there. Was, was this in high school or like a, a playhouse? School. Okay. This was a. Well, no, 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 no. It was a, it, hmm, it was a community theater production, which like have you ever done community theater? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's so uh, <laughs> in retrospect, it's embarrassing. But at the time, like I thought that I. Well, would. I had that whole bit about doing like community theater when I was a kid and then nobody cared in Florida. And then I moved to New York and I oh, go, yeah. oh, yeah, I'm a stage actor. Oh, my God. That makes me mad that you would say that. 
<laughs> like, I'm like, no, you're not. No, well, you are. You it, are. But it's the same thing that I say for like, and I've got the other bit where I go, oh, every failed model and actor looks at the thing I put my whole life into and goes, oh, comedy doesn't look so hard. No, that's so like, it's like yeah. my shot at the people who are like, oh, I'll just do comedy. Absolutely. No, I think I think I, I've noticed that there is a thing. I think some maybe I'm wrong. I feel like some stand-up comedians just don't like actors. Like they, some of them. Yeah. I mean, I've had a lot of actors on this show. I love because I. Acting is one of my biggest passions. Yeah. I just, I love doing comedy. Yeah. Because it's a solo thing and stuff like that. But I've always been super into acting. So I, but I understand what you're saying. Where you do it's a like, good Australian accent. Oh, I might. Thanks. Yeah, there you go. What? But it's just one of those things where I, I get, it's just, I, I, you know me, I love everybody. But I, there are comics who are like, fuck actors. And then there's musicians who are like, fuck comics. And it's like a whole thing. And I'm like, who cares? I want to vape so bad. <laughs> I'm not going to. I don't. It's bad I was for looking you. For the I was looking for the cameras, and I was I like, know. oh, yeah, there's one like, right there. It's right there. Um, so you do this play, the Neil Simon play. Yeah. What oh. do you get cast as? Oh, I'm the I'm the older brother. So that's another thing. Is that What well, was the name of the play? It was Brighton Beach Memoirs. Okay. And I was Stanley. I can't remember. I was playing Jewish. Oh, you too. were Stanley? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brighton Beach Memoirs? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, you know. Holy shit. Um, so yeah, so I get it. And then like, I'm just, I guess that's, I, I just, I was like, okay, this is what I'm doing. Like, yeah. this is what I'm going to do. And so you knew when you got the part, you were like, oh, this is, this is what I yeah. want to do. Yeah. Like I Googled, I was like, cause I, I, I hate it. I grew up in Charlotte, North Carolina and I, I hated it so much and I wanted to get out. And I was like Googling arts boarding schools. Oh, and... so you did that? Oh, yeah. Okay. When you said boarding school earlier, I thought you had gotten into some sort of trouble. Well, I, I did get into trouble. And we'll get into were, it. Yeah, they were very, very into the idea of me going away. <laughs> um, but the decision was mutual. It was very mutual. Um, but like, and I found this, it was, it was the North Carolina School of the Arts, which is like, one of the most famous acting schools. It was like number three on the Hollywood Reporter. Get the fuck year. out of yeah, here, really? No. And yeah. it's right in your backyard. It's literally, it's in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. And I Google it. And it's very much like an Elle Woods Legally Blonde moment. <laughs> I'm like, how hard could this be? <laughs> and, and I auditioned and I- You live your life by Elle Woods. I do. I lo it's, I think- You were talking about that on yeah, stage yesterday. the hero's journey. It's very, <laughs> it's like, it's, it's- it's a not heteronormative version of the Odyssey, if you remember the Odyssey. Oh yeah, it's the like Iliad. She goes yeah. Through, yeah, is it is it actually called the Iliad? Mm -hmm. I went to art school. I don't know, <laughs> um, but I wound up getting in, and like that, I, I, it, mm, it feels like that's kind of when my life started. Mm -hmm. Like that's when it started getting really fun. That's when you were like, oh, I found it. Yeah, like I'm here. People live their whole lives and never find it. Oof, that's depressing. But but it's I mean it's true. I think because you know we talk to I'm sure this happens to you because it happens to most of my guests and it happens to me. You talk to people in your life who live the the stable normal life. Yeah, no. And it's one of those things where they're just like, "What do you mean you don't know how you're going to pay rent?" It's like I'll figure it out. Like I don't. And they're like, "What do you mean <clears throat> you don't have any shows lined up? What do you you know what I mean?" Yeah. And it's like this. Like they've got 401ks and they've got, you know, nine to fives and they've got set retirements and they've got, you know, health insurance. And they're What's like, that? yeah, <laughs> and, but then they, but then I go, yeah, but you've never been on stage making, you know, a hundred, 200, 300 people laugh yeah. at what you dict like you dictate it. And same thing with acting. Like you've never been able to encap, uh, you've never been able to capture a thousand people's attention yeah. before in one single line. Yeah. It's like, so. Fuck off. Like, yeah. Like, no, it is that thing. Keep though. your health insurance. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and like the, it is the, the thing of like, I, I know me, like I would, I would, 
I don't. That's so dramatic. Which is that actors were dramatic people. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I would, I would crumble. I would die in like a nine to five situation. I mean, I tried it. I tried it before. What were you in? I so I did financials. So I, I knew I, you were going to say that financial yeah. services. Yeah. I well, so I, I graduated from college. I've I have a, I majored in political science, minored in American history. I was going to go to law school. Never went. Wow. Kept working in restaurants. Like Elle Woods. Yes, very yeah. much. Kept working in restaurants. Long story short, met my uh, ex-fiance now, but she was a school teacher. And she yeah. was like, hey, can you try to like look for a nine to five so we can have the same schedule? And I said, yeah, no problem. I was doing comedy at the time and working in restaurants, but I was like, I'll do a nine to five. Three months. I lasted three months in an office, making calls all day, gained like 30 pounds okay. because I wasn't able to go to the gym. Because they say nine to five, but it's really like eight to six, 630. Uh-huh. By the time you get home, you're like, I'm fucking tired. I don't want to go to the gym. And it was miserable. And so... Like, I tried it. I tried to do that thing, but it's just like the whole time I was thinking, like, I would rather be doing comedy. Interesting. Now, when did you when did you know that you wanted to get into comedy? Though? When I was 12, my cousin showed me Comedy Central Presents, yeah. um, which were the half hours way back. And this is, you know, when I was 12, that was, you know, 19, it was 2000. So yeah. um, I saw, like, uh, Mitch Hedberg and Tom Rhodes. And the listeners know this. I've talked about this before. But then I was like, oh, that's very funny, but I'm not. Like, I'm not that. And then I saw Dane Cook, and I was like, oh, I want to do that. Dane Cook made you get into comedy? Dane Cook is the reason I started stand-up. Wow. Because I was always a a rambunctious, energetic kid. And so when you watch Mitch Hedberg on stage, it's hilarious. But he's just like, so, yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm not. Like, hair in the face, sunglasses on. I was like, I'm not that kind of. Like, to me, that's what comedy was. That's my only exposure was those kind of comics. And then I saw Dane like pour the water on him and be like fucking wet and shit. And I was like, oh, that looks like like I could do that. I'm just amazed that Dane Cook made you want to get into stand up. Harmful of Swallowed. I stand by it. All the shit that he gets. Harmful of Swallowed is one of the best comedy albums ever. I'll have to wait. Can I can I watch it or do I have to listen to it? You have to listen to it. Wow. Okay. Early 2000s. Yeah, I will. I will. I will listen to that. But we're, the listeners are sick of hearing about me. Let's talk about you. Oh, oh my God! Of course. So it's my favorite thing to talk about. <laughs> when? How old were you when you went to boarding school? Uh, I was 16, 16. Yeah. Okay. So six, this was yeah. that you did the play. You realized you wanted it. So this was a no. Quick I was turnaround. seventeen. I was seventeen. Okay. I was seventeen. So still, it was yeah. within a year it was of very doing quick. the play. It yeah. Was super, super, super quick. You had mentioned that you were getting into a little bit of trouble before. Oh yeah. What was happening with that? Oh, were you yeah. just acting out or? No, I had discovered. Uh, I mean, oh God, it's so weird to talk about this. <laughs> um, so, like back then, I mean, you you probably remember, like we didn't have we didn't have Molly, we had ecstasy, yeah, which is very. I different. just brought this up yesterday. Yeah, totally different. And I remember there, I had taken ecstasy tablets. How at, old were you when this happened? Like sixteen. Yeah, God. I had taken sixteen. Was a fun. Year oh, it was for amazing. You. It was absolutely amazing. Like loved it, loved it, loved it. Have no regrets. Um, but I remember I was in like I think it was in algebra or something like that, and I had taken. You took it at school no 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 no. this is this is after it was over the weekend but i was in algebra and i was sitting there and like you know there's like the two day like mm-hmm. come down from it and i'm sitting there and i just started crying yep. because i realized i couldn't remember middle school and i thought that i had like eaten because they told us that it eats holes in your brain yeah. and i was like am i going you to have to do a lot for it to do that though yeah but they don't tell us that they don't they don't they but tell like, us all the horrible side effects but they're also but they never they they conveniently leave out, oh, you'd have to do this every day for like six Years. months for it to actually have any effect. Yeah, which like I didn't do that. I didn't have the budget to do that. Um, 
I'm sure it would have been great. <laughs> I love how that was your only like resistance. It was like I just didn't have the budget. Well, that's how like I I was also I was dabbling in. Uh, it feels so weird to just like talk about it. Well, like I was like dabbling in like cocaine and like wow, I sixteen can talk was about, great for you. It was amazing. You can talk about anything you're comfortable. Talking I also about. grew up very privileged. So yes. like uh, like the the resources were crushing. Um, but <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> But like I and and I grew up around bored rich kids, which yeah. like that is it's the most dangerous group of people. So you come from a, a well-to-do family. I do. I don't have any of it. Uh, we're not on the best of terms. But, oh really? Um, you were doing cocaine and ecstasy at sixteen, and I you're know. not on the best of terms. Oh man. Um. But but yeah, I was like I was getting into drugs, and my family like they're they're very hands off. Yeah. <laughs> which very laissez-faire. Yeah. Very very just like he'll find his way. And so I was like, oh, boarding school, and they were like, that sounds like a great idea. Like. You should, and I remember my mom drove me to that audition. Uh, What'd you do for the audition? Oh God! Tell me you remember. I do. I feel like I did. I think I did Chris from All My Sons. Okay. And my Shakespeare piece was. It was something that's not appropriate at all. Like it was. It it didn't make sense. I think I did something from like. Actually, it wasn't even Shakespeare. I think I did. No, I did do Shakespeare. I can't remember. So did you have – how did the audition work? Take us through that because I've never had someone on before. Oh. Like I've had people on who have gone to like like different academies and schools and acting yeah. classes and stuff. But this is a boarding school at oh, 16. Yeah. So like how, how – like what's the audition process? Okay. So first of all, like probably uh, around like a thousand people are going to audition mm-hmm. for uh, – we had – 20 slots um so you're gonna have all these kids uh waiting in this um this kind of like lounge area and one by one you're going in and well actually before you go and you line up and they take a look at you yeah which is very it's like you loved it i I did love it because it's like i want yeah i was like i'm ready and at that point i thought i was straight too i almost knocked this water over you thought you were straight at that point. i did think i was straight because i had come out at 15 and my mom was like no you're not and i was like (laughs) And I was like, "All right, sure. go back in the closet, yeah. Austin." She, she was like, she, "She was like, you love Britney Spears," and I was like, I, "Yeah, yeah, that's the that's point, the mom. gayest thing in the world, um, gayest thing you ever said, mom." Literally, my mom took me to see Britney Spears. Um, that was a good thing that she did. But so they like they line you up, and then one by one you're going in and you're doing uh, these monologues. And and I don't think anyone is necessarily like a great actor at yeah. that age. But like there was, Except I guess Timothy I, Chalamet. I was gonna say Timothy Chalamet. I don't, I don't, I'm not into it. I just like he's so just like he's just precious. Like I love Lucas Hedges. I think Lucas oh, Hedges yeah? is a brilliant actor. It uh, is interesting to see some of these people when they're younger because Timothy is obviously everyone gets older. No, oh. but like there's people like Jesse Plemons who like is fucking brilliant, brilliant, fucking brilliant. I remember him as the kicker in Friday Night Lights. I've never seen that in my life. He's like a child, obviously, because he's playing a high school yeah. kid. And then to see him in some of these other roles, and he's so good, I was like, "It's experience." That's the guy from Friday Night Light. Yeah. But it's just so weird to see him when they're like babies, and now. Well, you can go back and watch, uh, like Natalie Portman. I think she oh had my her God. first screen role, like she was like seven or something, and now she's phenomenal. She's yeah, truly... she was in uh, um, Leon the Professional. I don't even know what that is. It's a movie where about a hitman, but she plays like the little girl that he tries to I rescue. think I've seen her audition She's 12. on YouTube yeah. for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or she was uh, actually going back to Britney. She and Britney were both Broadway kids. So Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. But 
Anyway, so I go in, I do the audition. They ask you a series of questions that are like really hard for a teenager to answer. Like, you know, is this what you want to do? They're very serious. Oh, They're yeah. theater people. Like, mm -hmm. um, and I had like minimal to no. That's experience. an ironic sentence. It's They're very serious. Very serious. They're theater, theater people. No, theater is extremely no, I, serious. Yeah. Like that is something that uh, the the decorum. Um, that is something I value about it, though. Yeah. Because there are sometimes where I go into an audition. Uh, this is back, obviously, when I was doing stage acting when yeah. I was younger. Well, you're a stage actor again now. When so. I, yeah. But when I, and I even took acting classes in college just because I, I loved acting. Yeah. And it's interesting because especially in college, I'd be around all my like peers. Yeah. And I'm like, I feel like a fucking idiot. Like I feel stupid, like really like diving into this because they're not at, they're doing it because yeah. it's an easy class. Oh, and you loved it. And I loved it. So oh. I was like, I feel weird like diving in. And then to your point, our professor would be like, no, no, no. Yeah. Brennan, I know you can do this. Yeah. I don't care who's here. Like, fuck all these people. Like, do the role. And I'd be like, yeah. Yeah. No, wait, what's your zodiac sign? Guess. Oh, God. I have a bit about it. You've heard the bit about it. Oh, you're a Gemini. Yes. You're a Gemini. It's a great bit. It's a really great bit. Thank it's you. a really great bit. Oh, so wait. So I wind up getting in. That's like the. Crazy. How did you. So you just. Oh. Well, they. Oh, your family. Yeah. Wrote a check. No, no, no. They did not <laughs> write a check. My family has never supported anything that I've done in my life. <laughs> Like, they've really been like, okay. You're like, oh, I took that. You come from a well-to-do family, and I flipped it around. That so was really, that was that was treacherous. Um, really hurtful. <laughs> very, yeah, no. I, I wish that they supported what I did. That would be great. I would. I probably wouldn't be an alcoholic. <laughs> um, I probably would be fun. No, I wouldn't. Um, but no, I wound up getting in, and like, it was the biggest culture shock. And it's the biggest culture shock I've ever experienced. How do you find out you get in? Let's oh. talk about that, like that moment. Was it a letter, a phone call? It was It was one of two. Well, it was two things, actually. It was one where the dean of the program, th there there were concerns about letting me attend the school because, okay. like, I had a record. And so they were. Oh, so you had gotten, like, in trouble. I had gotten this. in a little bit of trouble. But when you say record, do you mean, like, arrested or, like, in no, trouble at school? No, disciplinary okay. record at school. Just for, like, like stupid. Oh, like, so they looked into. Well, obviously, yeah, it's oh, a boarding no. school, so they look into. They look it. into everything. They look into absolutely everything. And, like, I had all of this stuff around, like, I talk back. And I still do, like, yeah. because I question things. And uh, they, you know, he, he has this conversation with me, this guy that. I think now is like in a lawsuit for sexually assaulting people, <laughs> which is like the highest honor that an acting <laughs> teacher can achieve. Um, but like this guy, you know, he kind of give he he grills me on like you know you're you're young, you haven't been doing this this long. Like, is this what you actually want to do? Like, are you going to basically are you going to be a good boy? And yeah. I was like, yes, I'm going to be a good boy. And then like the that best day, the best, the best. And for a while, I was. Were you really? Oh my god, I was so. Just I, grateful to be there. I was so happy to not be in my house. Are you out at this? Well, you said you came out and then went no, back no, in. No, no, so no. I'm not. I'm not out, but I'm. I'm receiving favors from men. But okay. you know, if you're receiving them, you're not gay. Totally. If you're giving them, you're gay. Absolutely. And something I've lived my entire life by. I can. I imagine in football, there's a lot of that. There's like, not a lot of. <laughs> there's not. No. I had a massage client that played <laughs> for. Because, <laughs> you know, I've, I've told you, I used to be a sex yeah. worker. I, I had a massage client that he played for the Green Bay Packers. Massage client. I mean, uh, uh, he played for the Green Bay Packers, and he said that there was a lot of that. Like, I, might, I mean, maybe on certain levels, and I'm sure there are communities within the, the, the football community. Yeah. 
But obviously, I played through college, and I played in college in South Florida, yeah. so it's like a Who lot of... Who did you play for? Florida Atlantic University. Oh, word. Ooh, go Owls. Florida Atlantic University. That sounds that sounds fun. It was super fun. Yeah, that sounds like a good time, actually. Yeah, I tell people all the time, because I've had eight concussions, so I had to medically You've white shirt. you had eight concussions? Yeah, I had to stop so playing like football. you're like Aaron Hernandez, kind of. Yeah, just like Aaron... I played against Aaron Hernandez, actually, <laughs> oh, in college. Oh, God. Oh, God. Just like Aaron Hernandez. Oh, uh, God. So... <laughs> Sorry to bring Do you. Do you want to come out to a field with me later? I'm going to bury you in a basement. Uh, you know, depending on the day, I would take you up on that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, please. But so I'm sure it's in the community, but it's not as prevalent. Like I didn't like it wasn't around. I was probably the most effeminate person on the team. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And you're not that effeminate. Uh, not that effeminate. I'm pretty effeminate. I was like, you've got some limp wrists, but you're good. You should see me on Hannah Burner's TikToks. People are always like, what's with the guy doing the wrist thing? And I I'm love like, that. This is how I talk. That's amazing. So you get into the school, you get a stern talking to yeah. about your drug abuse. Yeah. <clears throat> did he, did you, was it on your file that you had been doing drugs or was it just getting in trouble? Like, oh, for it was just getting in and trouble. Talking back? Disruption and talking back, but you could, I'm one of, I am one of those people you could look at me and just tell. Yeah. Like, like, I remember this guy, this guy says to a teenager, uh, we, we were talking about something and oh, we were talking about virginity or something. And I, and I, I wasn't a virgin. And I said something. Hard like, flex. I know, right? Uh, I've had sex with women. Um, Gross. I know. I feel so bad for that. Um, that was probably terrible, but he said something. He was like, he was like, there's nothing innocent about you. And I was like, like uh, now I'm like, that is not a great thing to say to a kid probably, but I, I looked like someone that did drugs yeah um and you're 16 17 but you look like you've yeah you look like things. you've had a hard life you yeah. look like you've experimented with some stuff and he and i smoked too which i still i vape and you love vaping i love you love vaping so much you're like can i vape in the studio i, I was like it's an hour austin i i i do love well i didn't pick up i quit smoking and then i picked up vaping that's awesome that that was, you quit smoking I, it, I miss it a lot it's the one thing i miss mm-hmm. that's not I true every, well that's not true. I miss vaping. <laughs> I, I miss vaping. Actually, I miss vaping and I miss mushrooms. Those okay. are the two things that I'm like. Those are those are great. You miss those? That's I, it. That's it. That's literally it. Oh, I really? Do not. I do not miss alcohol. A I, part of it is the lifestyle that I miss. Like in what up. way? Just being that guy, I, which is actually it's ironic. You do comedy, so you're. I imagine. It's I pretty mean, I'm, similar. Yeah, no, it's absolutely pretty similar, but it's just weird to like go to a party and everyone's having like a drink and I'm yeah. like, this is fucking li- like, let's go. Yeah. Like, yeah we're going to yeah. do it. Let's do it. Yeah. So I kind of miss being like that guy where it's like, let's fucking go. And like, I don't know. Well, cause the, you, you, you like stapled yourself and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Brennan staples himself. You can yeah, look it they, up on YouTube. There. But that's actually before I even started drinking, I did that. But I've always had that kind of intensity. Okay. Oh, because of the yeah, you're the. I didn't start drinking. Yeah, yeah. I I didn't start drinking until I was like eighteen. For religious purposes. No, I just I came from a like my brother and sisters were super popular and would go to parties and stuff. I talk about this in the one man show, but and like I have an ex stepdad who was very abusive and an alcoholic. So I was just always like, oh, drinking. And, you know, people would have a couple of drinks and then tell you something and then not remember it the next day. And yeah. I was like, so as a kid, I'm like, oh, drinking makes everyone liars and violent. Like, I hate drinking. I hate it. And so then I talked about this when Joe Liss was on the show because he had a similar experience. I then tried alcohol at 17. My twin sister had a party and she invited me. Which You're was, a twin? Yeah. I didn't know you were a twin. That's amazing. Yeah. She invited me and it was really weird because like her and I weren't super close until our senior year of high school. And I was like, oh, this is going to be so much fun. And I tried a shot of 99 Bananas. Wait, I think I remember that. And I was like, all my anxiety kind of went away, my like depression, yeah. like all. And I was like, 
this is awesome. No, no, no. no. So like, I thought it was, and it is poison. I thought it was poison for so long. And then when I tried it, I was like, oh, this is the greatest thing ever made. No, it's absolutely amazing. That's how I felt Bombay gin was my first. Bombay Really? Yeah, that was my first, that was my first drink ever. How old were you when you had your first drink? God, I was 15. Okay. I think 15. And in that two year span, you really, oh, oh my God. It It got so real so fast. I totaled a car. Tell that story. Oh my God. It's so terrible. It's so. I mean, if you don't want to, you don't have to. I wasn't even that drunk. That's the thing. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was, but I had a, I had had my license for maybe a month. Like <laughs> I don't know why. And I I, I grew. Up, I had a really big backyard. So of course you, know, you down did. South, yeah, down south you you would have people down and, south. Yeah, you'd uh, you'd you'd go and you'd party in the woods. And yeah. Oh yeah, that was a big thing. Totally, yeah. totally. And I remember we were going to 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 pick up more people and bring them. And I was like, I'll drive. I'm fine. And that's a big part of my story is drinking and driving. Mm-hmm. I was really, I was a great drink, dr- drunk driver, very, very good at it. And I remember we we picked up these people. And so I had a full car of people and we picked them up at a McDonald's. I'm taking them to my house. Uh, I'm supposed to yield. And I, I guess I just didn't know <laughs> what yielding was. And so I, I, went left like across like a four-way intersection and got plowed into and luckily no one died but it, were there there were obviously injuries uh, uh no actually no one oh was wow injured. everyone kind of walked away everyone walked away that's unscathed. Awesome. and then God. years later this one girl uh what was her, her name was like bridget or something she was a bitch she sent me this nasty bitch. fucking message where she was like you were drinking and driving and i was like you got you in got the in car. the car <laughs> you got in i the cannot car. stand people who won't take accountability for their exactly and that's a big thing that i learned in the super secret program i'm in is taking (laughs) accountability (laughs) well we i i get emails sometimes where people were like you're not supposed to talk about yeah tell that to jamie lee curtis yeah Um, right (laughs) that's that's an interesting poll yeah no i yeah but uh oh but wait where were we so you get into the school you get a stern talking to the first little bit you're there you're actually on your best very good boy and then what happens um, I find my tribe. Okay. Like I find my people and I found them. There was this balcony, it was the pickle jar balcony. And that's where people would go to smoke cigarettes. The mm-hmm. high schoolers would And you go. were smoking at this point. Yeah. Uh, oh, I've I've always loved smoking. I've I've loved cigarettes since I was like a little little kid. I've loved the smell of them. I just think it looks it's always gonna look cool to me. See, I had the same reaction to cigarettes that I did to drinking, where I was like, Oh, I'll never do that. That's gross, that's yeah. disgusting. And then I went to rehab. For the the first time I went to rehab, I gained How all this weight. How many times did you go to rehab? I've been to one rehab, one detox. Oh, word. So, but I gained all this weight from because I was eating all this candy because yeah, you have a really bad happens. sweet tooth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then a buddy of mine was like, "Hey, man, you know, because I I'm I have body dysmorphia and I'm yeah. obsessed with that kind of stuff." And he was like, "And I was so upset about you're an actor. <laughs> just you kidding. do too. No, I yeah. do. No, it's just gay culture is to have an eating disorder. Um, <laughs> but I was so like pissed off. I was gaining all this weight, and my buddy no. was like. Hey, you know what you can do instead of eating all that candy out of the vending machine? Just smoke cigarettes. And I was mm. like, I would never smoke. And I'll never forget the first time I smoked, like actually smoked a cigarette in rehab, sitting out at the picnic tables. We're all drinking our, like, uh, I was drinking grape soda at the time. Wow. But the reason it sticks in my head is I was like, this might as well be a mixed drink because I was getting all lightheaded because yeah. I had never smoked before. Oh, yeah. So I felt like almost like a little buzzy. Yeah. And I was drinking a drink and I was talking with my friends at the rehab and I was like, 
oh, this is awesome. It's amazing. No wonder everybody smokes. Yeah. This is great. What was your, what's your brand? Newports. Oh, wow. Well, it was a I heroin through, addict that got me into smoking. Yeah, so. okay. All right. I went through a Newport phase. I did. I, I try to, it's interesting too. I don't know if it's because of the first cigarettes or because of the menthol or what, but like, if I if I go to bum a cigarette from someone, which I rarely do, and they yeah. like pull out Marlboro Reds, I'm like, never mind. Yeah. Wait, do you still smoke? Oh yeah. Oh good, I good. All right, just checking. Yeah. Oh yes. Oh my. It's such a. It makes me so sad. I have a whole bit where I go. I don't vape. I smoke like a grown up. Yeah. No. I like that. I like that because this is. I mean, it's very nice, but it's just. It's not the same. It's not. It's the fire. Because yeah. I when I got out of rehab, I was like, I have to quit smoking. I started smoking at 25. Yeah. I'm not going to keep smoking. I have to quit. And I started vaping. Yeah. And this is, you know, back in 2013 when the vapes weren't what they, they were are now. They were different, yeah. And I was like, this sucks. Yeah. Like, this isn't fucking it's not smoking. It's not, there's nothing romantic about it <laughs> oh either. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, the first, the second show I ever did in New York City, John Cafaro, fantastic photographer, been on the show on, on my podcast before. I was at a show and I stepped outside to smoke and as, he was taking stills yeah. of the, the comedy show. And I was going outside and John turns to me and goes, hey, wait, are you about to smoke that? Yeah. And I said, yeah. He goes, that's just a cigarette? And I go, yeah, it's just a regular cigarette. He goes, you want if I take some pictures of you smoking your cigarette? Because nobody does it anymore. Yeah. Everyone's vaping or smoking yeah. weed. He's like, yeah, just like a classic like smoking picture. It's very retro. And I was like, fuck yeah, let's fuck do it. Fuck yeah. So you find your tribe. Yeah, I find my tribe. And I know, I found my people. They're great. And I had these friends. They were they were mainly, it was like one other actor um, who I love and I'm still friends. I'm still friends with most of these people. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, no, they're wonderful. Um, Modern dancers, visual artists, and... Oh, so it's not just a boarding school for actors. It's no, a boarding no, school no. for arts. It's, and it's you also, said it was an art school. It's also a college, too, okay. which is another thing that's just insane. What was the name of it again? The University of the North Carolina School of the, the School of the Arts. Um, okay. So it's a it's a part of the university. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and... Yeah, I find these. That's a lot bigger than I thought it was. Then it's. I mean, it's. Well, UNC is a huge school. My graduating class was a hundred people. So like the for the school of the arts. Uh, yeah, for the school of the arts. So like school of the arts is probably maybe two thousand people, like tops on the entire campus, college and high school combined. It might be bigger now, but like I find these people, and it was also the first time that I like met people that I liked, yeah. and I didn't know. <laughs> that I didn't like people before. You would I had, never know because had, you had no... I had no reference point. Yeah. Absolutely no reference point. And so I meet these people and like, you know, they're they're just so fun and cool and like they're into weird shit. Like, and so then it became like, okay, we, we would get high on the weekends. Of we course. Would, yeah, we'd go under this bridge. Um, <laughs> which, and Winston-Salem's not a safe place either. Like it's insane that we did what we did. Because um, one time there was a homeless guy that was living under the bridge or an unhoused person that was living under the bridge and we would go and we would get high and then we would just like you know like chill just chill and and then it escalated and like because it's a college we would get the college students to buy us alcohol and then we would drink in the dorm rooms Mm -hmm. and then the girls would sneak into the guy dorm rooms because they're separated and so it just kept getting and then i was buying cocaine and ecstasy (laughs) (laughs) Wait, it gets better. Off a cafeteria worker. like her, It's always the people in the kitchen. It's so bad. It's so bad. And she was amazing. Um, she gave me her phone number. She was How like, long does this take? How long does it take for you to get to the school until you're buying Coke and ecstasy off the um, cafeteria worker? Four months, probably. 
like four months. Oh, so yeah. that's fast, yeah. man. I know, but so I was, you said I was on my best behavior when I first got there. That was like a week. But but I was so good. I was very, very. I was a very <laughs> for that good week. Boy. I was for fantastic. that week. I was fucking fantastic. And I and like one thing that I do pride myself on is I'm an insanely hard worker. Yeah. Like I'm really like I I definitely I was the least experienced person in my class um, in terms of acting, and I knew that I wanted to do it for college as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had a list of, it was very much a legally blonde moment of like, I had a list of 10 schools I was applying to. They were all the hardest schools to get into. And I remember the Dean of the program, he was like, he was like, I think you should have some safeties. And I was like, no, like no. I if don't, you, if you I, have a plan B, you don't yeah, have a plan. A. I don't need, I don't need a safety school. And I got in everywhere except one. Which one um, did you not get into? Juilliard. It one. still haunts me. It haunts all It of haunts me to this day because like, where did you end up going? I went to SUNY Purchase, which okay. at the time was at the time it was ranked number one at uh, the Hollywood Reporter I don't know why I'm referencing it's just validating my existence Um, you love the Hollywood Reporter I do love the Hollywood Reporter Um, that and what's the other one Deadline or Dateline no it's Deadline it's Dateline's the the, Dateline's the show yeah no Um, it's not Deadline it's uh what is, is it deadline? It's dead. It's something. It's on IMDb. It's dead something. Dead something. And it, Deadspin. It's something like deadline? that. It's oh. just like it's entertainment news. But anyway, yeah. long story short, get there, go, get into drugs. It's amazing. It's so much fun. And then like, uh, I guess, I guess. Is this at SUNY or is this still at? The this school is of still arts? at School of the okay. Arts. Uh, I know. I'm not linear at all. And I guess something happened where I just I quit trying to hide it. And I got in a lot of trouble. I got, I got. So you just stopped like trying to be sneaky. About yeah, I stopped trying to be sneaky. And, and I got, I got caught drinking in the, um, uh, kind of like the the cafeteria area or yeah. something. We were drinking Bacardi One Fifty One. And you say we, so it wasn't just you. Oh, it was you me were... and a dancer friend. Okay. And I don't... right out of the bottle, or did you have it? in We like had a... it in little sippy cups. Of course you did. Like little you sippy cups. Yeah, we used to take it like Dr Pepper, pour half of it out, and then pour rum in the other. Oh, word! Yeah, so... I love that. So then it lo- just looks like you're drinking a Dr Pepper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even yeah, though yeah. you're screaming at a tree, but. <sighs> So what happened? Did you get, did they try to expel you? Like what? Oh, this is actually, they, so I got caught cause I was, I was drunk. So I decided <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was very drunk. So I was like, they were like, he's drunk. And, uh, and I knew that they were going to drug test me because if you get caught drinking, they're going to drug test That's you. And not I, was, good. I was like, this is not, can I get three to four days? Literally. So I call my, my very, very enabling mother. And I'm like, I need to get off this campus now because they're going to drug test me. I take a two and a half hour cab ride or one and a half hour cab ride from Winston-Salem to Charlotte, North Carolina to avoid being drug tested. So you were just like, oh, I'm leaving for the yeah, weekend or whatever? I was like, I was like, my parents need me to come home now. And they can't argue with that. Yeah. Like, because I guess they can Parents pay tuition. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Well, technically I got a scholarship. Ooh. I know. Uh, and so, I know so much privilege. <laughs> just, just gone. Soaked in it. Um, and, and so I spent the week. You're the problem. I no. am. No, I am the problem. I'm absolutely the problem. I, I, I spent the weekend uh, do, you, do you remember niacin? Oh, yeah. Yeah, just flushing my system with Detoxing, niacin, yeah. burning up, and I came back and I passed the drug test with flying colors. Hell yeah. Yeah, and then I was like, I was like, 
And then it was, and then I was mad at them for catching me drinking for a really long did time. Did you, did you, when you passed the drug test, were you like, I just was having some drinks with some friends I, and you guys are over here acting like I'm a degenerate. No, even worse. I was like, I, cause I can cry. Like that mm-hmm. is something. I'll come in, yeah. yeah. I can, I can do that. I mean, I, I might need to like go in a closet for like five minutes and like prepare myself, but like I can cry. I can do it with certain topics. Yeah. Like I'll be telling a story about something. And if I bring up like a certain thing, which yeah. I won't do now because I'll start crying, I'll literally my brain will just start crying. That's good. So I can, I mean, it's a good skill to have, but it's weird because I like was telling a story to my manager yeah. the other day, and I almost started crying because I was taught the story was about a specific topic, and I was like, "This is not appropriate." No, you don't need to cry. Don't cry to your manager. But it's like my brain almost has this like uh, like pathological thing. Like if no. I start talking about a certain topic, I'll just start crying. I think it's because you're a Gemini. Or bipolar two. Or bipolar two. Yeah, exactly. Wait, which one is Maria Bamford? Uh, I think she's bipolar one, right? She, she's one. That's like the mass. The the, the one like, is the one you're born with. That's the that's uh, that's the Britney one, I think. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. The one is the one. Uh, bipolar one is the one that you're like born with, and it's like a, it's like a thing. Oh, interesting. Like, bipolar two is like for in my experience, the one I the the way I experience it, it's a lot of manic episodes. It's like screaming at one second, crying the next. Like very, oh, wow. yeah, very up and down. It just sounds like an actor to me. Yeah, I'm like, I think you could do it. I'm an actor. Yeah, baby. you're you're a thespian. I'm a thespian. A thespian. So you get caught, you pass the drug test, yeah. and then you said the way you handled it after. Was, oh yeah. yeah, I just started crying, and I was talking about. I was talking. I know. I <laughs> How just, could you do this to me? No, literally, I was like, I was like, my parents' marriage is so bad, and like I was saying that like my parents were going through, which they were. It was a very long divorce. But you but, were throwing them under the bus. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I was like, this is why this is happening. Yeah. It's not because I have a problem or anything. It's because of them and it's like I'm not even that involved in my parents I've, yeah. ne- I've never been that involved in their lives um, which is so weird as a kid of parents to say <laughs> <laughs> like like I've never really been a part of their lives um, and and then everything just kind of it it chilled after that and I were was, you still doing what you were doing or were you like maybe I should take it easy no, I was still doing what I was doing. I was just very, very good at not getting caught at mm-hmm. that point. Like, So you were paying more attention to not getting caught, though. Very, very close attention to not getting caught. And very, very careful about who I told yeah. that I was doing this. Because the guy that ran the program... Uh, that I was in, he had people spy on me. Yeah. Like he was trying to catch people me. People everywhere. Yeah, and I was like, dude, why are you trying? And then it's so funny in retrospect because I'm like, I'm like, you were sexually assaulting people and you were trying and to catch me trying, drinking. Yeah. Like, get a life, you know. Um, that's very, but yeah, so I make it out. It's all good. So then you end up going to SUNY. I do. Yeah. Or do you keep partying and stuff while you're there? Oh yeah, a little too. That 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 is like. To this day, probably one of the weirdest times of my life because I did, I did, I did, I did overdose technically while I was there. What happened? I remember you had these freshman crew assigned. So you're a freshman when this happened? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. I've literally been there for like seven weeks. 
like set, it took and and was it a big transition going because you went from one art school to another art no. school? Was it so? What, I'm assuming it wasn't that big of a transition. It was a to big go transition, from. To, especially going from having a curfew. Like I was locked in a dorm room at 10 p.m. Okay. Going from having a curfew to nobody gives a shit. No one gives a flying fuck. Everything's available to you. Like I had a summer job that summer. I spent every dime I had in like the first month on drugs. Really? Like, yeah. Oh, I was done. I was tapped out. I had no money. Um, the life of an artist. It's great. It's great. But I I remember I, I was doing a freshman crew assignment. I think the play was The Time of Your Life or something like that. And I was like, it is so funny because I'm, I'm at this. Uh, it's a thing of just not recognizing privilege at mm -hmm. all. I'm like, I'm at this art school and I'm like, God, why do I have to work? Like, this is stupid. And when uh, my dancer friend from boarding, you are the problem. I, I am the problem. My dancer friend from boarding <laughs> school was like, I got a handle of Svedka. Like when hell you get yeah, out. yeah. And I was Love like, Svedka. I was like, oh my god, this is gonna be great. And one of my skills, <laughs> skills. Uh, one of my skills at the time was that. Um, I could chug vodka really easily. Like, and I would chug it as kind of like a parlor trick or yeah. something. And I chugged half a liter Ooh. of Svedka. And then I did some blow and I had Klonopin at the time too. So I took some of that. And uh, and then I woke up. I, I I woke up in the hospital, and I was just like, "What the? Yeah, fuck? that'll do it. Yeah, and it sucked. I was like, no. And then I tried to not. I was like, maybe no one will notice. <laughs> like, maybe, maybe the teachers won't know that this happened. And they was this on the weekend? Yeah, it was on okay, a weekend. It was on a God. Friday. It was on a Friday. But I go into acting class, and you have to wear all black because mm -hmm. you have to be neutral. And I go in, and I have this massive bruise from that's the IV. Clearly yeah. there, and I'm clearly like, I, I am the person. I'm, 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 I'm always the person in the room that I think people are like, is, is he okay? Yeah. Like. Um, and, and I'm then, familiar with that. Yeah. And then from there, it just like it spiraled and it got weird really quick. Like, so it, after that happened, did you try to clean it up a little or were you still like, oh, that was because the first time <clears throat> I ever got alcohol poisoning yeah. was in college. I think I was a junior. Yeah. Because uh, I had stopped playing football in my once I stopped playing football, my addiction got out of control. Yeah, that happens. And um, I remember one of my closest friends picked me up from the hospital. Daniel Bearcat, friend of the, he's been on the show before. He was the original drinking buddy. That's okay. where the name comes from. Oh. Uh, he picked me up from the hospital and he was like, not lecturing me, but he was like, like, what's going on, man? Like, we all like to party, but like you went to the, like yeah. you got alcohol, like you had to go to the hospital. And I was like, yeah, man, I know, I know. And then literally he dropped me off. And as soon as his car was out of eye line, I started drinking. Again. Yeah, of course. Why would yeah, you not? I was like, fuck this. Yeah, no. It's also that thing, too, of like uh, there's I have this sensation in me of like uh, it's like it's very like you if you want a show, I will give you a show. Yeah. <laughs> like, it goes back to what we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Where I, <clears throat> the thing I miss is like being the center of attention oh, yeah. at a party. It's the best. It's where you're the like, yeah, let's best. fucking go. It's the absolute best. Well, and then like, so then it's, it's mandatory that I voluntarily leave. Like they were like, you, you were going to die. The school. Oh, the school. Yeah. So you got kicked out. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like How, freshman year, freshman year. Get the fuck I out barely was there. I barely was there. And there are people I went to school with that are like famous now. Like they're actually, you've talked about one before Zoe. Yeah. Um, Oh, you went to school with Zoe? I did go to school with Zoe. She left. Uh, she left. 
she left right before I got there, but she would come back to campus occasionally, and she was dating Shia LaBeouf at the time, mm -hmm. I think. Um, and so that was someone. But then there, there are two others. She is a sweetheart. Yeah. One of the most beautiful people in the entire I world. I tell people that all the time. People yeah. talk about like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. When she walked into the restaurant, like everybody She's stopped. stunning. Yeah. Every she's a, I mean, her mom is Lisa Bonet. And yeah. Her dad is Lenny Kravitz. Well, I mean, and Channing, to his credit. I mean, stunning. he's very He's they, gorgeous. It was like when yeah. they walked in. No, you don't have like, to sell me on yeah. that. <laughs> like, you really don't have but to But when they walked Channing into the Tatum. restaurant, we were just kind of like. All right, pack it up. Let's I all go home. Yeah, you don't need to explain Channing Tatum to anyone. I think most <laughs> men would agree that Channing Tatum is a fine specimen. Yeah, like it's, it's interesting too because he's in his forties, and I was like, "Dude, is he look, in his forties now?" I was like, "You look like you're 24. Yeah, no, that's Hollywood. I mean, like, it's very yeah, no, but like, so yeah, you I, get kicked out as a I freshman. I got kicked out as a freshman, or I asked to voluntarily leave. Asked to voluntarily leave, and I didn't want to go home. That was the so what? Ha where did you go? I went and started working as an actor. Like I, I wound up in the Berkshire. No, someone actually tell me you used. Of course, SUNY on your resume. No, 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 no. Oh! I literally, I, I pretend that like. For a long time, I pretended that never happened. Okay, like, I, I thought you would be like putting it on. No, your, no, like, no, 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 no. Classically not, trained. At... I'm not that bad. Like I'm, I, I, I understood the politics. Of... As you said yesterday during my set, boundaries. Yeah, yeah. bound exactly. Yeah, no, and I knew like it's such a small world. People are gonna know. Yeah. like it's just it, it. So you just went and started acting. Yeah. Are you still in? Where are you at at this? Because SUNY's in New York, isn't SUNY's it? SUNY's in New York. I wound up in Massachusetts. Okay. I wound up in the Berkshires doing. Uh, Pericles, a Shakespeare play. And I was on, and of course, within like, I think within like 30 minutes of being there, I found the one other person in the cast, or the two other people in the cast them. that were gonna go as hard yeah. as I could go. And I spent, I think I was there 10 weeks or something like that. Maybe. Doing Pericles? Doing Pericles. I Two, quick question, yeah. just an aside, because I know acting is very difficult, yeah. especially like maintaining a, a livelihood doing yeah. it. Are you getting paid? Do you have a place to live? Like, how did all this work? Yeah, you have a place to live. You're not. They, do getting, they put you up? They put you up. Okay. You're not. You're. I mean, as a kid, you think that you're rich because. And I was. I was. You don't have to pay rent. I was nineteen. Yeah. yeah, like you think, like, oh my god, like this is amazing. Um, How much are you getting paid for like food and stuff? You're you're not getting paid for food at all. You're you're. Are what you I mean a is stipend? like not not even a stipend. Just like so they're putting you up. So yeah. they're obviously like, well, we don't have to pay you X. We. Obviously, your housing's taken care yeah. of. Yeah. So how much are they paying you per performance? Like oh, for like per, to per, live, like per week. Yeah. Like it was something ridiculous. Like I think like. Two hundred and two hundred and ten dollars per week or something okay. like that. Because at that point, that's non-union. That's not. Yeah. Well, and then also, not, like, you don't have you don't have to pay rent. So yeah. You just get two hundred and ten dollars to like. Yeah. To, and you think life. it's fun. Yeah. Like you think that you think that you're doing like uh, amazing. Um. Like yeah, you think that you're like Lindsay Lohan, and you're not. Um. But but I, that's not bad. I mean, to have housing and then yeah. to get two ten just. To do the thing you love? Yeah, like in the off-season Berkshires. Yeah, no, not at this point in your no, life. Not, no, no. But, you yeah. see the studio we're in? Of course I, I mean, it's very nice. Um, but yeah, I wound up in Western Mass, and like that that's the craziest year of my life. Like So at 19? At 19. And I wound up... Were you doing sex work at this point? No, 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 no. I didn't get into that until I got sober. Like, yeah, that <laughs> fun, was... Fun fact. Yeah, fun fact. I, yeah, because... I, I'm in Western Mass. I'm like, I'm, 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 I have an amazing 
prescription for Klonopin. Uh I'm doing this play and everything's fine, but like that, like, I mean, there's no one, no one is watching over me yeah. at that point. It's just like, are you going to show? And I don't remember a lot of the play at all. Like I have no recollection I'm of very doing familiar, it. Yeah. yeah there's I, so many times I've gotten on stage because I started doing standup before, way before I ever got sober. Yeah. There's so many times I've gotten on stage and been like, People have been like, yeah, you played that room. I was like, no, I didn't. See, that's so weird to me because I, I remember I did stand-up once when I definitely had COVID. I'm not like I, – I didn't take a test. I was like, I, I, I have COVID. Like, it's fine. Uh, I'm going to wear a mask. I'll take it off as soon as I get – it was a – I. Well, I'm not going to say where it was. Um, but I got up there and I had COVID fog and like I, I forgot everything. So if I'm not like if I don't drink a Celsius or a Red Bull or something, I'm fucked. Yeah. Like it's not it's not. I can't imagine doing stand up comedy. I have tapes of me doing stand up comedy drunk and it's brutal to watch. Oh, God. I'm just like screaming at people like, like they're trying to give me the light. And I'm like, I'm doing no. like, don't give me the lights. You come up here and get like doing an Arnold oh, impression. Really, and good, I'm, like, actually. I'm like, come get me. I'm very good at voices. Yeah. But I'm like, come get me off the stage. And I'm like watching it in horror. Like, who the fuck is it? So much so that when I got so I went to rehab in 2013. Yeah. And then when I uh, when I fell off the wagon in 2015, I swore I would not get on a stage as long as I was drinking. Oh, wow. I was like, I have too much respect for the game. That's beautiful. <laughs> Well, you kind of went the opposite. You don't remember doing the play. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember doing it at what, all. I want to, because we're going to have to have you come back on. Because oh, you have shit. So oh, stories. shit. Yeah. Oh, shit. I'm so sorry. No, this is what the show is. Oh, good. We, okay. Literally, these are the best kind of episodes where we combine the storytelling of how you got here with yeah, yeah, yeah. drinking. When did you, because we got to talk about your sex work and moving to New York oh, yeah. and getting into comedy, because this is a lot of acting. When did you... When did you decide to get sober? Like, what happened? I mean, it was super uneventful. Was like, it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> everything bad had... No, everything bad had happened it already at happened, that point. Yeah. It had already happened, and I was just... How old were you? I was 22 when I got sober. Okay. I was 22. I had already, like... I mean, like, how dark do you want me to go right now? <laughs> I mean, we've got a few minutes. Oh, I just want to, like... The moment when you were, like... I mean, you can get as dark as you want. Yeah. I talk about, attempt, you know, I talk about my attempted suicide and stuff on here, but... When you were like, oh, I, like I got to like something's got to give. Yeah, I think it was I had gone out with uh, I, I was seeing this therapist and she was like, she was like, you need to quit drinking. And I was like, no, I don't. Um, and uh, she had said, well, next time you go out, I challenge you not to drink. And I was like, that's stupid. Um, and so I go out with one, with a girlfriend. I'm like, I'm going to have one drink. It's fine. And then one turned into 12 and like, I As wound, it does. yeah, exactly. It was great. Uh, I wound up on the Upper East Side going home with this guy. Oh, so this is in New York. Obviously. Yeah, this is in, at this point I'm back in New York. Uh, I go home with this guy on the Upper East Side. I come back to Hell's Kitchen. I call my ex and have him come over. And then I wake up with him. We're both on my floor and I'm like, oh, this is just the rest of my life if I don't quit drinking. Mm -hmm. Like, this is because I just make really dumb decisions. Yeah. Like, I've got I, eight arrests to yeah, prove it. Yeah, I might not die, but like, and I mean, I probably would have, but like, uh, but like, no, I don't. I like my ex, I was like, fuck, like, no, yeah. this is bad. There's a line in a movie that I heard that I'd say to a lot of like people I sponsor and stuff. It's, um, doomed youth is very romantic yeah like when you're is. young and you're like you know 19 yeah, and you're absolutely. wild and free and you're having a good time 
Doom Middle Age is just sad. It's really sad. So you got sober much younger than I did, but it was one of those things where like I I was approaching my thirties, yeah. and it was the same kind of thing where it's like I was in the hospital again, and it was like, dude, really? Like a doctor's telling me you should have been dead a few hours ago, and it's like, yeah, I've heard that before. Like blah blah blah. Get but a it's life. Like, but it's like you really want to keep you want to keep pushing this. You yeah. want to keep riding this train. So for you, you woke up next to your ex on the floor, and yeah. you're like, yeah, I don't want to do is this bad. anymore. This is really bad. And then. Yeah, and then I, I mean, I feel so weird being sober because I did not want it as much as other people. Yeah. I did not work for it as hard as other people, which is like a theme. The privilege. In my story. Yeah, <laughs> no, I am a hard worker though. But like, well, that's the one thing about being an addict. It's, I tell my twin sister all the time. It's like a superpower. Yeah. Like when I tell people what my schedule is on a day to day basis, they're like, "How the fuck do you?" I go, "I used to do half this stuff hungover as shit. Yeah. So doing all of it completely sober is easy. Actually, totally. it's not that hard. Yeah." It's a superpower we have. It is. It is. I think it's uh, it's something. I well, I think a lot. I think a lot of addicts are probably ADHD as well. Oh which, yeah. Like I'm super. ADHD. I'm a woman, and I talked about that when she was on my show. Who? Oh, I thought I'm you said. Woman. I thought you said I'm a woman, no. and I was like, Emma congratulations, Willman. amazing. But yeah, because she has real bad ADHD, and she was talking about how it has a lot to do with one has a lot to do with the other. Yeah. No. Absolutely. This but, was so much fun. Yeah, no, I'm, thank you. You so have much. to come back on. I would love to. I'm I didn't realize we didn't touch a single one of your we stories. We didn't. I'm so sorry about that. No, that's not your fault. That's a good thing. Okay, good. That means we have a lot more to talk about. Oh, good. Word, word, word. Plug everything one more time. Plug your social media. You never did that. Oh, it's Austin with four N's JB on Instagram. And uh, yeah, that's. And then October 29th, super secret. Don't su- tell anybody. Su- super secret thing on. I got to bleep that now. Do you? Yeah, you do have to bleep that, actually. Damn it, Austin. <laughs> It's going to be fun, though, because uh, you'll say it and then it'll get bleeped. And everyone's going to be like, wait, what? No, no, no. I'm totally I'm into that. I'm into that. (laughs) I hope I didn't violate a strike thing. I'll take it out. Yeah, please. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening at Brennan T Comedy on all social media. Brennan T Comedy dot com. Check out the one man show, the merch store, everything. And we'll talk to you all next week. Oh, I'm going to be in Philly October 6th and 7th. So check me out there. Jester Castle. That'll be fun. You're so good at business. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, my God. 